Previously on Unstoppable Grace, love seems to be synonymous with approval today in society, but it's that's not what love is. It isn't. And it's speaking truth, too. If I see that one of you or whoever it is, someone that I love, is going through something hard or, or struggling or actively acting out in, in sin, I think there's a way to go about it. There's an appropriate way. Mm-hmm. But speaking truth and love to someone, because I care, I, in my opinion, is is love as well. Welcome to Unstoppable Grace. I'm Heidi. I'm Danielle. I'm Laura. And together we've watched God work through our struggles, heartbreaks, setbacks, and even our most shameful failures to bring beauty from brokenness. In this podcast, we bring to you those stories, along with truths from the Bible, trusting that He can use them to meet you where you're at, shine hope, and speak freedom into your life. On our own, we are so far from great, but by His grace, we we are unstoppable. Unstoppable. It's easy to just view love as this acceptance or approval or like being okay with what everyone's doing. And But love is also just speaking out and, and being like, this isn't okay. But I'm telling you this because I love you. Right. Like a parent, a good parent, because there are bad parents, a good parent, if they see their child doing something, I'm sure people have heard this um, analogy before, but if you see your child doing something incorrectly, they will discipline their child or they will talk, tell their child not to. And that's what Jesus does. God does with us. If we're doing something, he's going to discipline us. And that's because he loves us. And if we love others to show godly love is to do what the same that God does for us is to say, Hey, this is not a good thing. This is going to hurt you. And and that's what sin does is it hurts you. It's true. What stood out for me in the reading was the bridges and how, a kingdom has bridges. And I think that I need to have more bridges in my life for the people around me to be able to feel more welcome. And the example, going back to the story of the subway, I had no bridge there. It was like a deep, dark hole. I was all by myself and enjoying my Saturday afternoon, staring out the window because that's what I wanted to do. But imagine if that girl wasn't there. The, the girl that comforted the one that was going through something, nothing would have happened. Like she would have just left and, and who knows where she's at today. But I want to challenge myself to have more bridges in my life, mm-hmm. to be more open, to ask more questions and to show more love and to compliment people. I mean, a simple compliment can go a long ways. Um, even Heidi, what you were saying about what Laura did and posted something on Facebook. I mean, I'm sure Laura wasn't thinking like, okay, Heidi's probably feeling this way and like having a really bad day and I definitely need to do this. Like that wasn't going through her mind at all, I'm sure. Um, But that's the thing is when we choose to act out in the way that God designed us to be, I think he's going to bless even more people in that in the story of the lady in the hospital that just came and held you. Like those are things that are imprinted in your life and are part of who you are today because someone followed and followed a bridge or opened a bridge to allowing a sense of vulnerability in their life. Because that's scary. I mean, you could have said no. You could have been like, you could have gotten upset at her, right? You could have been offended. And so that's, that's a, the eight seconds of courage or three seconds of courage, whatever we want to go to taking those steps out, opening the bridge and I know you don't open a bridge, but you know what I mean. Let Building a bridge. Well, yeah, no, what's yeah, it called? Letting... The thing that goes down a moat. 
a moat. No, the moat is the water underneath. But yes, the, oh. the, <laughs> the drawbridge. Yeah, there you go. The drawbridge. You Keep it down. Lower the yeah, bridge. lower the bridge and just see what happens. I think that we'll continue to be surprised yeah, as we that. just are more intentional. I love it. And that. when you ask someone how they are, like actually ask mm-hmm. and actually want to know. And there is always that fear of rejection, a fear of trying and then not getting the response that you want. But it's it's kind of like our story in the beginning of my friend jumping into the, the pond. You know, he didn't know if he was going to find the phone and he didn't. That was a rejection. Mm-hmm. And he was very discouraged about that. I think we need to let go of that need to be accepted, that when we love, it is out of a place of love, which doesn't matter if we're rejected or if we're not, because we know that if we listen to that voice in our heart, that we have God's approval and that's the only approval that matters. Jesus came and he showed love and he was rejected. He was terribly rejected. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I, I have a confession. I'm a huge castle builder. I have such a hard time making that switch to the kingdom. Even writing this this outline, I felt like, oh, who am I to talk about this? Like, this is something I struggle with so much. And then I realized that both of you did the same thing with <laughs> previous topics that you were leading. And you're like, ah, oh, this is not one that I should lead. Mm. But I guess when you're struggling with it, it, you are most drawn, I guess, to to wanting to make this change. Um, you know, I think about like some castles I've tried to build in my life. And, and a big one for a long time was my career. Like my career as an actress was the most important thing to me out of anything. And and I would easily make a seven hour round trip every single weekend to go and audition um, in Calgary for a little part. Um, and I would drop everything. I would drop out of my, my job for that day. I'd find someone to cover. If I had plans with friends, I would drop and go. Um, you know, there's there's nothing I wouldn't do to make those auditions. And um, And I've wondered, you know, not that it's bad to do that. I mean, if that's if that's a place, or, you know, I believe God's leading me to work in the film industry, but how would I do that for a friend? Like, how likely would I be to find someone to cover my shift, to go drive a seven-hour round trip, to go and hang out with a friend for a few minutes? You've offered to do that with me more than once. I guess that means I'm growing up. You have done it with me, um, and it's definitely not as far, but I remember one time you came and you had to drive, like, how far away did we live when I lived at the other house? It was like little over an hour I think yeah I'd say like an hour and a half maybe and you drove there to hang out with me for half an hour you drove an hour and a half to hang out with me for Did half I do an hour that? yeah you were willing to drive 10 hours to hang out with me because I was going through something Aww, so I'm growing up you guys <laughs> <laughs> well that's encouraging um I know God's been working with me on this but it's definitely really yeah been pushed in my face as I thought about like you know the things that the choices that I'll make even as far as like the job that I'll work and that I'll stay in for seven years and, you know, the vacations or the plans that I'll cancel to make something happen for my career. And, but am I willing to do that for a person in need? Am I willing to do that when God puts something on my heart to drop everything and go? And I'm encouraged to hear it's improving. Um, it's definitely still something I'm, I'm working on. You know, it's even as far as this podcast, I was working on my own projects at home and like there's a goal that I had that I wanted to finish before coming and hanging out with these beautiful ladies for the weekend and so I like was 45 minutes late and I missed out 45 minutes with these beautiful people because I'm building my castle and I was like you know and I was trying to prepare the outline for this podcast and I was kind of like begrudging about it because I'm (laughs) like oh I just I don't have time to build the kingdom I want to get back to my castle (laughs) and I laughed at myself I'm like Laura do you hear yourself right now like you can be late when you hang out with me anytime because I'm usually running late, so it's fine. Oh, no. Except for me. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I'm working on this being chill thing. Yeah. <gasps> See, I, we need to switch a bit. I think. Danielle needs to be late more often. I get like I need to be on my time panties more. get tied in a knot when people are late. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just very particular. I find yeah, being late frustrates so me. So maybe we're so good for each other. I t- <laughs> you push my buttons sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> like she's an hour late. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, take How longer. Can someone do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, uh, but at the same time, it's not that big of a deal like i got to eat a hamburger (laughs) and i just got to chill and be okay with it and i've also seen growth in myself in that regard because Mm -hmm. my panties get less (laughs) they're less scrunched up scrunched up and less knots (laughs) that is a figure of speech fyi I hope that's not inappropriate. No. <laughs> we can edit that out if we need to. <laughs> so how can we shift our construction efforts from our castle to the kingdom while still using our God-given gifts and interests? Insights are appreciated, ladies. I brought you here to learn from you today. You know, I, God gives us those gifts for a reason. He has equipped us to do his work. When I had... Sally on a few weeks back, uh, I I interviewed my grandmother-in-law and she has been equipped with a personality that allows her to face sometimes scary situations to help others. God has equipped her for that. So I think that's something that, you know, we need to keep in mind is that God has given you what you need to help others. I also think um, something that I've learned recently is is that, you know, when you're building a castle, it's all about the destination. It's all about getting that thing built so that you can finally live the life that you want to live and be the lord of your castle. And with the kingdom, it's different. You know, I went through so many years where I was like, yeah, it's my year. This is my year. I'm going to have my breakthrough this year. And it never really came. But looking back at my story, I realized that now has always been the time. Yeah. Building the kingdom, I've always I've already a- arrived. You know, I'm right where God wants me to be right now. And so building a castle might be about reaching the top, but building a kingdom is like you're already here. This is this is already my year. God's working with me right in this moment. Mm-hmm. It reminds yeah. me of that story when we were in Palm Springs and I know we've shared this before, but um, we climbed that mountain mm-hmm. near where we were mm-hmm. staying yeah. and it was like everything changed when we it wasn't even the top. It was like a quarter of the way up yeah. and we just saw like the horizon and the mountains and and the people around us and you could hear like the sounds of the cars and people talking and pickleball happening and mm-hmm. it's just changing your perspective and getting out of the moment of like being around everything and all the busyness of work and friendships and, and relationships and everything that's going on and just removing yourself and looking at the bigger picture the bigger scheme of things and asking yourself the question, like, is it really that big of a deal that mm-hmm. we're running an hour behind? Like, it, it, is it really at the end of the day? Is that, does that going to make an eternal difference? Like, is this an eternity mm-hmm. problem? It's not. And so just learning to, I think, for me, go with the flow and see the bigger perspective and try not to get caught up in the little things that don't hold value because it's so easy to let our lives be run on those things that bother us or annoy us or whatever it is, the little glitches in life. But those little glitches make up life and they build our character and just learning to go with them as opposed to trying, um, I'll speak for myself, as opposed to me trying to control everything about life. Mm -hmm. It's 
there's so much more joy. And even going back to like my rest days on Sundays or whatever day that I take, I've seen more miracles and things happen in my life by just going with the flow and changing my perspective of not constantly having to go, go, go. And there's a time for that, but just removing yourself from this constant point of view that you have to be doing things all the time and have a schedule and a plan and all the goals that you have to achieve. I mean, are, do our goals really align with God's goals? And I know that I could answer that question in times of my life and say, no, they didn't. Well, thank you for having this discussion with me, ladies. I think we'll wrap it up here. Um, unless you guys have anything else to add. Um, just a few verses that really stood out to me as I was thinking about this were uh, in Matthew 22, verse 39, that says, love your neighbor as yourself. And um, that's just a crazy thought to think about. You know, if you were going to do something for yourself, could you do something for your neighbor? Can you love your neighbor with that same intensity, with that same you know, desire to care about their life as much as our own? Um, he also talks in Matthew 5, verse 24, about loving your enemies and praying for those who persecute you. Yes. To love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you. That's just, a, that seems radical. Mm. That seems so radical, but that's, again, kingdom building. And then in 1 Corinthians 7, verse 23, it says, For you were bought at a price, so don't be enslaved by the world. And I think that's the thing, is being enslaved by the world. God gives us destinations. You know, he gives us gifts and abilities and, and puts things on our hearts to do and to accomplish. But don't be enslaved by them. Like, how easy is it to be enslaved by that need for success and that need for that dream career before you can go and actually live the life and, you know, worship God in the mundane, like we were talking about earlier. So um, lead a life worthy of your calling. And that's what we're striving towards doing, striving to enter into his rest in that way. Um, so thank you, friends, for listening. We're really grateful you could be here today. And remember that on our own, we are so far from great, but by his grace, we are unstoppable. unstoppable. Amen. That's it for today. Thanks for taking the time to listen in. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our show and give us a rating. Until next time, take care and God bless.